Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com, for faith, fellowship, and love. Ignatius Press is pleased to announce the first national book club created for Catholic schools. Ignatius Book Club for Catholic Schools was launched to support Catholic schools' dedication to forming the whole child, mind, body, and spirit. Ignatius Book Club for Schools partnered with leading publishers of children's literature to offer the best books and educational materials for all reading levels and interests. Head to ignatiusbookclub.com podcast and find wholesome books that delight, inspire, and enrich. True fairy tales originate as folk tales. They are passed down from one generation to the next, and because they first exist as stories that are told rather than being written down, various versions of them exist in different cultures from different times and places. When fairy tales are told, not just read from a book, there is a more immediate relationship between storyteller and audience. By hearing the story and not just watching a film or TV, or even having a picture book to look at, we engage our imaginations and the characters and actions come alive in our minds. The Brothers Grimm, Wilhelm and Jacob, were philosophers and scholars who collected folk tales from their native Germany in the 1800s. Eventually, they collected over 200 stories. Many of the stories had dark themes of love and hatred, as well as elements of violence and cruelty, which the brothers cleaned up in the retelling. In our culture, we have gone to sanitize the stories even further, with Disney films making them harmless and cute. The psychologist Bruno Bettelheim thought this was a mistake, and that the dark and disturbing elements of the story functioned to help children deal with the difficult and traumatic aspects of life in a safe way. Making them into cutesy cartoons, he thought, defeated the power and purpose of fairy tales. In this episode, Father Longenecker tells one of the stories the Brothers Grimm collected, Rapunzel. The story is full of symbols, a secret walled garden, a woman who desired the forbidden fruit, a husband who conspires with her, and an evil character who makes him pay. There's also an innocent, beautiful young girl in a tower with no access, and a handsome prince who gets caught up in the tragedy. By the way, for those who don't know, rampion is a root vegetable a bit like a turnip or radish that has a delicious, sweet flavor. Here's Father Longenecker with the classic tale, Rapunzel. Once upon a time, there was a man and woman who had long in vain wished for a child. At length, the woman hoped that God was about to grant her desire. These people had a little window at the back of their house from which a splendid garden could be seen which was full of the most beautiful flowers and herbs. It was, however, surrounded by a high wall, and no one dared go into it because it belonged to a witch who had great power and was dreaded by all the world. One day the woman was standing by this window and looking down into the garden when she saw a bed which was planted with the most beautiful rampion, which some people call Rapunzel and it looked so fresh and green that she longed for it, and she had the greatest desire to eat some. This desire increased every day, and as she knew that she could not get any of it, she quite pined away and looked pale and miserable. 
Then her husband was alarmed and said, "'What ails you, dear wife?' "'Ah,' she replied, "'if I can't get some of the rampion which is in the garden behind our house, "'if I can't get some of it to eat, I shall die.' The man, who loved her, thought, "'Sooner than let my wife die, I'll bring her some of the rampion myself, "'lest it cost me what it will.' In the twilight of the evening, he clambered down over the wall into the garden of the witch, hastily clutched a handful of the rampion, and took it to his wife. She at once made herself a salad of it, and ate it with much delight. She, however, liked it so very much that the next day she longed for it three times as much as before. If he was to have any rest, her husband must once more descend into the garden— in the gloom of the evening, therefore, he let himself down again. But when he had clambered down the wall, he was terribly afraid, for he saw the witch standing before him. "'How can you dare,' she said with an angry look, "'to come down into my garden and steal my rampion like a thief? You will suffer for it.' "'Ah,' oh, he said, uh, "'let mercy take the place of justice. I, I only made up my mind to do it out of necessity.' You see, my wife saw your rampion from the window, and she felt such a desire for it that she would have died if she had not got some to eat. Then the witch allowed her anger to be softened and said to him, If the case be as you say, I will allow you to take away with you as much rampion as you will. Only I make one condition. You must give me the child which your wife will bring into the world. It will be well treated." "'and I will take care of it like a mother.' "'The man, in his terror, consented to everything, "'and when the woman was brought to bed to give birth, "'the witch appeared at once "'and gave the child the name Rapunzel "'and took it away with her. "'Rapunzel grew into the most beautiful child beneath the sun. "'When she was twelve years old, "'the witch shut her into a tower "'which lay in the midst of a deep, dark forest.' and had neither stairs nor door, but right at the very top was a little window, and when the witch wanted to go in, she placed herself beneath the window and cried up to Rapunzel in the tower, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. Rapunzel had magnificent, fine, long hair, as beautiful as spun gold, and when she heard the voice of the witch, she unfastened her braided tresses, wound them round one of the hooks on the window above, and the hair fell down, and the witch climbed up by it. After a year or two, it came to pass that the king's son rode through the forest, and he happened to go by the tower. Then he heard a song which was so charming that he stood still and listened. This was Rapunzel, who in her solitude passed her time in letting her sweet voice resound in singing. The king's son wanted to climb up to her, and he looked for the door of the tower and the stairs, but there was none to be found. He rode home, but the singing of Rapunzel had so deeply touched his heart that every day he went out into the forest and rode through, looking for her and listening to her singing. Once, when he was thus standing behind a tree, he saw the witch came there, and he heard how she cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel. "'Let down your hair!' "'He watched as Rapunzel let the braids of hair tumble down "'and watched as the witch climbed up to her. 
If that is the ladder by which one mounts, I will try it myself, said he. And the next day, when it began to grow dark, he went to the tower and cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. Immediately the hair fell down, and the king's son climbed up. At first Rapunzel was terribly frightened when a man such as her eyes had never yet beheld came to her. But the king's son began to talk to her quite like a friend, and told her that his heart had been so stirred that it let him have no rest, and he had been forced to see her. Then Rapunzel lost her fear, and when he asked her if she would take him for her husband, and she saw that he was young and handsome, she thought, "'He will love me more than the old dame Gotel does.' And she said yes, and laid her hand in his. She said, "'I will willingly go away with you, but I do not know how to get down. Bring with you a skein of silk every time you come, and I will weave a ladder with it. And when that is ready, I will descend, and you will take me away on your horse.' They agreed that until that time he should come to her every evening, for the old woman came by day. The witch noticed nothing of this, until once Rapunzel said to her, "'Tell me, Dame Gotel, how it happens that you are so much heavier for me to draw up than the young king's son when he is with me in a moment?' "'Ah, you wicked child!' cried the witch. "'What do I hear you say? "'I thought I had separated you from all the world, "'and yet you have deceived me, wicked girl!' "'In her anger she clutched Rapunzel's beautiful hair, "'wrapped the tresses twice around her left hand, "'seized a pair of scissors with the right, "'and slip-snap cut off all the beautiful hair, "'and the lovely braids lay on the ground.' She was so pitiless that she took poor Rapunzel into a desert where she had to live in great grief and misery. On the same day, however, that she cast out Rapunzel, the witch, in the evening, fastened the braids of hair which she had cut off to the hook of the window, and she waited, and she waited until it got dark, and then the king's son came and stood beneath the window and called out, Rapunzel, Rapunzel! "'Let down your hair.' "'And she let the hair down. "'And the king's son climbed up. "'But he did not find his dearest Rapunzel above, "'but the witch, who gazed at him with a wicked and venomous looks. <laughs> she cried mockingly. "'You would fetch your dearest love, "'but the beautiful bird sits no longer in her nest. "'The cat has got it, and will scratch out your eyes as well.' "'Rapunzel is lost to you. "'You will never see her again.' "'The king's son was quite beside himself with pain, "'and in his despair he leapt down from the tower. "'He escaped with his life, "'but the thorns into which he fell pierced his eyes. "'And he wandered blind, quite blind, about the forest, "'eating nothing but roots and berries, "'and did nothing but lament and weep "'over the loss of his dear wife.' Thus he roamed about in misery for some years, and at length came to the desert where Rapunzel, with the twins to which she had given birth, a boy and a girl, lived in wretched poverty. He heard a voice, and it seemed so familiar to him that he went towards it. And when he approached, Rapunzel knew him and fell on his neck and wept. Two of her tears wetted his eyes, and they grew clear again, and he could see with them as before, 
and he led her to his kingdom, where he was joyfully received. And she was received too as his wife, and they lived for a long time afterwards, happy and contented. We hope you enjoyed listening to Rapunzel, and that you will listen again. Good fairy tales are worth listening to over and over. Now that this podcast series has more and more episodes, why not start over and listen to The Toymaker? Remember, these true fairy tales are podcasted free of charge, but they are not free to produce and distribute. While each series is being produced, it will be posted on Father Longenecker's blog early for donor subscribers. And once the series has been completed, the podcasts will be archived at Father Longenecker's blog website. Make sure you visit to read his blog posts and check out his other podcast channels. If you would like to make a donation to help with the expenses of these stories, you can use the donate button in the right sidebar of the website. To learn how you can be a donor subscriber, click the subscribe button at the top of the homepage. Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at WoodhillCommunityCenter.org. Toyota in Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington, home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com.